step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. DJ Tony Duff. She gon' take care of her bitch, she truckin', she truckin'. She a woman with a rig, she truckin', she truckin'. She gon' take care of her kids, she truckin', yeah. She a boss, she do it big, she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin'. She, truckin'. she a boss, she do it big, she truckin', she truckin'. She a woman with a rig, she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', ah. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Women Empowerment Podcast with She Trucking. I am your to, your host today, Lady K, Kenyette God High Bell, and I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I'm here today with the dynamic Sheena Johnson, known as the 24-hour entrepreneur. Lady Sheena, are you there? Yes, I am here. <laughs> welcome, welcome. We appreciate you coming on to the She Trucking Podcast, and I just want to welcome you. I appreciate your time. I know that you have a family and a lot going on. So please just tell us about you and, and how you got started and what you did before you are in transportation. Well, um, like you said, my name is Sheena Johnson, and uh, I'm known as the 24-hour entrepreneur. I um, own a trucking company called SBGTF Logistics. Um, that stands for Saved by Grace Through Faith Logistics. I also have um, well, I'm founder of a women's ministry um, named Christian Women Connect, and I also have, of course, the 24-hour entrepreneur brand where we teach um, those that are interested in entering the transportation world how to get their authority and just different streams of revenue in the transportation industry. Um, I got my start, uh, well, I was a hairstylist and skincare therapist uh, before I got into trucking. Uh, I come from a background of transportation. My family has been doing transportation for decades. And so um, I moved from Texas, where I'm originally from, to Wisconsin in 2011 to help take over my family's transportation business. And during that time, we were doing um, pupil services, and I'll explain what that is. Uh, and passenger services and non-emergency medical. And my grandparents have been doing that for a number of years, and I had, they had fallen ill, and I moved my family there to take over the family business. And um, I started I started doing, I started from that point in 2011 doing pupil services, which is a form of transportation that is considered homeless transportation and uh, high-risk transportation. Um, for uh, adolescent males. So that's how I got started, and I've been going in transportation ever since. Mm -hmm. Okay. So tell us a little bit more about that. That's something different. It's kind of off the beaten path when you talk about transportation for students because normally we think of – trucking, driving a truck, but you started doing something else. So, you know, hip us to that because that's something that I hadn't really heard a whole lot about, and that may be something that people are interested in because everybody doesn't necessarily want to drive a truck. So please expound on that. Yes. So I started doing non-emergency medical and pupil services. So pupil services, that's P-U-P-I-L, is considered homeless transportation. So there are families that have been um, dealt a bad, call, bad hand of cards. You know they have fallen on hard times, 
and maybe the children are taken away from the home or the children have been in the system for a number of years and or from um from foster care, foster homes or from group homes. And so these children need transportation and a lot of the times the companies that take in these children and families don't have the resources for transportation. They don't have the funds to factor in, you know, transportation for their clients. So the state stepped in and started to provide transportation under certain restrictions and requirements for these families. Um, maybe the the mom um, is, you know, going through some things right now, and she's in a women's shelter. So we would pick up families or children that are in the women's shelters or the uh, men's homes because sometimes we have fathers who are who have are single fathers, and maybe they have daughters or sons, and the children are in a different place, and the dad's in a different place. And so just it's a lot when dealing with homelessness. And so it's a growing epidemic of homeless teens and homeless children that is not talked about a lot. And so we were granted a contract with the state to transport these homeless families, these children, because they still have to go to school. So Okay, absolutely. Um, so they, they aren't, and if they don't go to school, then the mother or the father gets in trouble and then they may go to jail or they get ticketed because their children aren't in school. So... Uh, they came up with the program, and so we started doing that transportation, and we were taking children from home to school and back um, to the group home or back to the foster home or um, to the respite address or wherever they were staying. So we worked with a number of caseworkers to make sure that the children were being transported to and from school and also the non-emergency medical. Um, they were going to... Um, therapy, their therapy visits. They would go to visitation. So we took a number of children to visitation. They may have been taken. Their parents lost their parental, um, you know, custody. So when they lose their custody, they still have the rights to see their children. But we have to take the children, you know, transport them to visit parents, and then from their visit back to the foster home that they're staying in or the group home. Um, another leg that we did also start with was uh, the high risk, which is not very common. So when young males get in trouble, which, and this was taking place in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So when the young men are in trouble in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, they get maybe assault and battery at a young age, or they develop a case and get in some legal trouble. And so when they have that on their record, they're not able to go to public schools anymore. They have to go to alternative schools. And so we were the number one company that transported those high-risk, because now that they are maybe young felons or children with um, assault and battery and they're considered dangerous to the public, they have to be transported as high-risk outside of the county to um, different adolescent centers and boarding schools. And that's, that's an option. It's unconventional, and I like to say mm-hmm. and tell a lot of people who I work with, sometimes just go the unconventional route. I love doing things that are unconventional because the money's there yeah. for you, and Me you're too. also mm-hmm. making a difference, but, you know, it's not a saturated industry especially with the high risk and the pupil services, you know, you don't have to fight for a place for those types of contracts because there's not a lot of companies that are servicing that particular industry within transportation. Wow. Yeah, I can imagine because that's not, you know, that's almost something that you really don't hear about, you really don't think about. When people think about homelessness, they just think of people, you know, under a bridge but, mm-hmm. um, you know, kids still have to go to school or they try to. And so yes. with, with something like that, so let's just say if somebody doesn't have a CDL or doesn't want to get one, so they could possibly do that? They can go into passenger services, yes. You don't need a CDL is not required. Depending on okay. your... Um, depending on your contract, but majority of the time when it's non-emergency medical and when it's pupil or passenger services, you do not need a, uh, it's not required, should I say, it's not required to have a CDL 
when you are um, doing those types of transport. And it's something to look into. It's very lucrative. It brings in a lot of revenue, and the money's there. The state's looking for trustworthy companies to transport um, small children. The insurances may be a little high, but, I mean, you make that up when you are when you are uh, revising and you're modifying and making your uh, contracts with the state. And you can put whatever you like in there. You know, sometimes they want maybe car seats for certain ages or they want um, particular um, a liaison or some assistant, someone to ride with a certain student. And that's okay. You get to, Since it's not in such demand and it's, since it's not very competitive, you can pretty much state what you want. Okay, if, I, if I'm going to take a liaison, um, or an assistance or helper for this certain child, I'll charge X Y Z to do this. So it's pretty free range, and you don't need, you don't have to have. It's not required to have the CDL when doing non-emergency medical passenger services. Uh, sometimes when you are because when you're doing this transport, we're doing now what we did was we did. Um, small energy efficient or gas efficient cars. We did small cars and we did minivans. So that was really good on gas and, you know, you're not required to have a CDL driving a minivan or driving a small Prius, which is fuel efficient because it's personal. Um, there's no conflict. The children will have will, will feel safe, you know, um, especially dealing with mental issues with certain children. They want to feel safe. They don't like big spaces. Some need big spaces or need a role for themselves and different things like that to take in consideration. Mm-hmm. But overall, it's not a um, industry within transportation that you are required to have a CDL. Now, you are required to have your DOT number. You are required um, to have certain insurances. Uh, however, it's across the board. Like you know, you need your million dollar umbrella. I think nowadays a lot of a lot of companies are requiring like the two million. Um, however, it's it's about the same. You know, the requirements are not a big difference when doing that type of transportation. Okay, so wow, that's interesting. So let's let's talk about numbers just on that for somebody who's like you know what i really have a heart for human services i love children i want children to 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 have the most opportunity that they can in spite of the circumstances so what kind of money can you make doing this okay so uh, my first contract starting in this field i was 25 years old when i started in transportation and our my first contract that I was awarded was about four hundred thousand a year, a school year. So four hundred thousand a school year, which um, I only work. We provide services ten months out of the year, um, and so we would get paid baseline forty forty thousand dollars a month. Um, just for oh, that's not even excuse including me, did, multiple. I'm sorry. Go wait ahead. a minute. Did you say forty thousand dollars a month? That's, Is that that's what, what you we said? Paid. Just, just, for, just for one contract on the passenger services, we were getting paid for $40,000 a month. Mm-hmm. I mean, it grew, but that's how much I started with. Okay, at 25, okay, wait a minute, hold on, clutch the pearls, wait a minute, shut the front door. <laughs> you said $40,000 a month, you 25 years old, and you're transporting children? I mean, is it just you? Mm-hmm. How many children? I mean, just, just give uh, us a no, basic so- framework of how does this go? So here's the thing. We started with about maybe 12 children, and so every time they added over five children, then the number would go up just based on where the children where the children lived and the different um, jurisdictions and the different school districts that were paying. Um, that's just on a small scale. Schools for transportation, schools are getting about a million dollars a child, to be honest with you. And when I found that out, I said, well, we, what? we're the lowest bidding company. Like, we need more money. <laughs> you know, if, if they're paying us 400 you know, or, you know, maybe 16 kids, and they're getting like a million okay. dollars to educate one child, I need more mm. than just that. So, um, yeah, but that's how much we started. And then as we grew, 
um, let's see, we started with maybe three, van- we started maybe three uh, minivans. And then as mm-hmm. we grew with children, we grew minivans. So we were transporting up to 75 children at one time, up to 75 children, and we had maybe 15 minivans. And I believe we had two Priuses, which we um, considered our smart rides. And so those would go locally within the city to transport. But when we were going okay. up 60 miles for a trip, then we would put the kids, put the students in the uh, in the minivans and take them to school and take them home. And that was about 10 months out of the year. And so that grew. They grew up to, we got to a point where we were making 80000 a month. Okay. And I don't believe we so, went over 75 students. Okay. So with 75 students, how many employees did you have? About 19. About 19 employees. Okay. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. well we could talk about this the whole hour, but let me just say, <laughs> if anybody has a question, you can call in to 914 914- Two zero five three two eight. If you have a question for Ms. Sheena, the 24-hour entrepreneur, you can call in. Um, and I also want to find out, Sheena, tell us how we can get in contact with you because you certainly piqued my interest, and I got some people texting me now with questions about just <laughs> this in the first however many minutes. So we got to know how to contact you so people can find out, now, how can I explore this more with the the non-medical transport of the children? So please give us your contact information. Yes, yes. So um, my email address is s.johnson at 24 Entrepreneur. That's 24-H-R-E-N-T-R-E. T R E N E U R dot com. My phone number is okay. 414 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 213 1942. Okay. And that that's and so you can reach you can find me on social media at the twenty D T H E twenty four hour entrepreneur. So it's not H O U R, but H R. So that's two four H R, entrepreneur, um, mm-hmm. on Instagram, uh, Facebook. It's I believe it's twenty four hour entrepreneur, two four H R space entrepreneur uh, on Facebook, and you can find me on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, if you're into Twitter, Twitter is biz magnate. So B I Z M A G N A T E. And those are all my okay. social media handles. Mm-hmm. Okay. I appreciate that, and I'm I'm sure the listeners <laughs> do as well. And we'll have you to repeat that again at the end, and I'll probably be okay, blowing you up end, now. Yes, now, ma'am. come again now about this $40,000 a month. What you say? Yes, okay. So with that, how did you segue into trucking? Because that was obviously so, very lucrative. It it was very lucrative. It was very lucrative. Um, it was a really good business at that time. Like, I loved it. Uh, I never saw myself doing anything like that. But once the opportunity presented itself, and let me just say this, you know, you don't have to think about how much money do I have um, to start up a business. Well, I don't have money or I don't have this or that. So when I started out and when I took over my comp- my family struggling business, I did not have the resources to go and buy 15 vans. So as the school added pressure, as the school board requested more, um, I opened my mouth and I requested more money. And I also requested to be paid up front. So a lot of times we think, okay, well, we have to work to get this, but I'm a firm believer and my grandmother always taught me you have not because you ask not. So at that moment, I had to uh, open my mouth and say, hey, okay, we can do this, but I need to be paid up front. And trembling in my boots, <laughs> I asked, and they said, okay, okay, pick it up. Come pick it up. You can pick it up tomorrow. And so there I had, an, I had my money in advance, 
and we provided an exceptional service, an exceptional, and I don't even like to say service, an exceptional experience for the students and for the uh, for the school districts. And that was able, in that, we were able to grow other relationships. So after uh, different people were voted in the office, and I believe one of the um, politicians that was voted in the office over the school board, um, he was not a fan of alternative education. He wanted everything to be kept in the city and within the main school district's funds. So he didn't want the school district to pay anyone else funds to educate the students that lived in that city. So when that happened, the funds were turned off. They were no longer able to educate the inner city students, and so they had to place the students within the city um, at different schools within the city. However, even though we were working with the main school with the main school district of the city, which was MPS Milwaukee Public School District, um, there were other school districts we worked with in conjunction with MPS. And so with working with those school districts, after that relationship had changed and there was no more funds to educate the students outside of the city, the other school districts came calling. And they said, we know you've been transporting so-and-so for the last five years or for the last two years or for the last six months. We want to do business with you moving forward. We may not have to do business with MPS or with McGuanago or North Adolescent Center, but let's do business with you. And also the school district, the main school district that we worked with, they uh, referred us to every school that they had ever worked with. So um, providing exceptional service and being on time, um, operating in integrity, those things that I stand by and that I write about in my books, those things um, stood out and they paved the way and they opened doors for us um, when our contract was over and we were able to make um, that mo- that money and more with other school districts. And we still, you know, work with them today. Okay, so you so are still oh. doing that. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a leg of the transportation that we are still doing. Um, okay. Let's see, in, a, in 2016... We wanted to add another stream of revenue, so we're making a lot of money, but we're not sure exactly how to uh, how to invest it and what to do. So we started to buy some some rental properties, and then we um, decided to try a hand at trucking because my parents have been in the trucking industry for thirty plus years. So we knew that that was an option for us. We just wasn't sure. So going into that, uh, we wanted to do it, but we wanted to do it the right way, um, and so that's how we started to research and reach out to people to do uh, to do or to add trucking to our already established transportation company. So we added trucking in 2016. Okay, so 2016 was trucking, and then mm-hmm. you you have the non-medical transport, so that's another stream mm-hmm. of income. Okay, mm-hmm. and you still have the real estate? Yes, yes. Okay, okay, wow. Yes. All right, so, so you so got, got some, real some nice saw, folks in your will. We saw, mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw some, some houses that we wanted to buy, and they were quick buys, and we decided to go ahead and purchase, and so we said we wanted to buy a house. Um, for each one of our children to have when they graduated high school or college and didn't know what they wanted to do or after they decided what they wanted to do. We wanted our children to still have um, some type of uh, income, I mean, whether they moved into the rental property or they took over it and uh, rented it out themselves um, or however they wanted to do it. We wanted to make sure we bought a house for each child, and we have six children. So that's what we Okay, did. you said you got and six children? Yes. Okay, yes, you're doing the most. Have okay. <laughs> I am. Okay. Between me and my husband, we have oh. six children, yes. Okay, dokie. All right. 
And so And it sounds like a lot. Got, but I feel like it's not, but it sounds like a lot. <laughs> okay, so so is all of now is the non medical transport and the trucking, is that through mm-hmm. saved by faith saved by grace through yes, God logistics? By grace through faith. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's oh, through sorry. So, go ahead. Say, no, that's okay. That's say it again and tell me I, tell me why you named it that. What does that mean to you? SBGTF Logistics, and that's the acronym for Saved by Grace Through Faith. And um, my husband and I, when we met, we just, uh, we both wanted to meet someone and marry someone that was God-fearing and um, that wanted to please God in everything that we did. So we wanted to give this business back to God and um, that was our way of naming it and reminding ourselves that we are saved by grace through faith. Oh wow! So that's why we decided okay. to name to name the business "Saved by Grace Through Faith." Oh mm-hmm. wow! I love it. I love it. Okay, Thank and you. you mentioned you mentioned in you said in my book I talk about this. So tell us about your book. Yes. So um, we are. So December of last year, December 14th, I released um, my book, which is called The Christian Entrepreneur, and um, I talk about I talk about a lot of the um, a lot of people think that okay, the Christian Entrepreneur, we're gonna get like some business tips and how to start a business, but really it's just talking about the function of yourself and decisions you make and how you perform the services you perform and being a Christian entrepreneur and um, making decisions morally, um, making decisions the right way and walking in integrity, having a sound mind and having a right mind going into business and handling your business simply because we... I speak about how much money we were making and how much money we um, bring in with the pupil services and transportation. Um, However, I was a young 25-year-old when I got into the business, and I do not have a college degree. I don't. I did not go to school for business. Um, My family, I come from a family of entrepreneurs, and they, I learned a lot of what I know from them. However, um, when I got into business, I just thought I knew what I was doing and I was trying to help people out. And I found myself being, uh, uh, my company, my family's company, we found ourselves being um, investigated by the FBI. So we were investigated by the FBI for money laundry, tax evasion, and something else I can't remember, but it was the most scariest part of my life. Um, having FBI agents wow. or people walking around I my bet. house and my children saying, there's a man mm-hmm. looking in our window, you know, and people walking up to me saying, hey, what are you doing? Does this van belong to you or does this van belong to your to your company? And so we're looking like, wait a minute, who is that? And then the person just disappeared, you know. So just that was like a wake-up call for me to start to do business the right way because sometimes some people give you a little bit of what they know and teach you a little bit of what they know, um, and but they don't give it all to you. And so in business, we made a lot of mistakes. We made a lot of mistakes. And it was important for me to, one, write a book about um, doing things the right way because I didn't want people to make the mistakes that I made in business. And they were simple mistakes. Simple tax forms not being filled out, paying people under the table, um, just not reporting things or not properly documenting. Um, And so it was important for me to write this book called The Christian Entrepreneur um, because we've been tremendously blessed. I mean, um, we had people interrogated on our behalf, and we didn't even know about it. And after the fact, they told us, and the – the school boards that we worked for, the FBI bombarded the school, interrogated the school board, and the uh, superintendent about us. And after the fact, they came in and talked to us and told us what happened. Yet they still um, had favor with us, yet they still wanted to do business with us. 
And I was just like, okay, when I have favor with God, I have favor with man. Like, there's no way that they would still want to do business with us after they had been interrogated with the FBI, you know. So we had made some minor mistakes, but the consequences were going to be big. And um, in our faithfulness to God and in our faithfulness to doing the right thing and being um, honest and open and just trying to walk in excellence and just try to be, I'm trying to be obedient um, to God. We were, um, we were spared and we were given grace. We were given mercy. And it was important to me to write a book that talks about the integrity of heart, that talks about prayer, that talks about renewing your mind, that talks about keeping um, godly counsel, that talks about, um, all of those things that we hear about and we talk about, um, you know, between, you know, at church or between just girlfriends talking, all those things we talk about, but we don't always live. And so this book is just like a blueprint of how to live um, and how to be who God has called us to be um, and not having to shout it out to the rooftops, you know, because they see how we respond in our customer service, they see how we act, they see how we engage others, they see how we um, work um, with integrity and, you know, in forgiveness and, you know, how we treat others and how we treat our employees. I believe that is why so many companies love working with us and continue to share our um, card and to share our number and to continue to keep us in business just because of um, the integrity of heart that we have and the way we do business. So I wrote this book, The Christian Entrepreneur, and it launched. And um, you can find it on my website on 24hourentrepreneur.com. And it's um, um, 24hr24 And it's very simple to purchase once you go on the first screen. It says buy now, so you don't have to search for it. It's right on the home page, and you can just purchase the book there. It's fifteen ninety nine, and um, that 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 was why. And another thing with that is, um, in twenty seventeen, we founded and um, started twenty four hour entrepreneur, and that's where I got the name, the twenty four hour entrepreneur, because when we wanted to start trucking. We did not um, get the right information. We paid a lot of different people to help us out, and I mean, it was it was as if trucking was such a secret code, and everybody wanted to get mm-hmm. paid for the smallest mm-hmm. bit of information. And so, we said, I said, you know what? I don't want to have to. I don't want people to have to go through what we went through in trying to get into the trucking world, you know. Okay. So once we got in through it and once we got in and things started going well and we started learning the ropes, I said, I'm going to start helping people get into trucking and adding trucking, just getting into transportation. So we got into it and we found a 24-hour entrepreneur. And with that, we started doing our trucking master class, our authority class, our transportation master class, I'm sorry. And that not only teaches you to do trucking, but it teaches you to do non-emergency medical, uh, CDL, non-CDL, any type of transportation you get, you want to go into. We teach you that, and it's an extensive course. It's very, very intense. It's jam-packed, full of information. It's a full-day wow. class. Um, lunch is provided, and we really get down in okay. there. We not only just teach you the pretty about it, but we teach you the ugly and we talk to you about um, different things that may happen and how to prevent certain things from happening. And we share our experiences, you know, with the class. That's important. So, mm-hmm. And how often is the class? We try to do the class every quarter, um, but this year I believe we're going to do it just two quarters, the first and the third quarter of the year. So the first class is February 22nd, and um, we don't have the I don't have the date yet for my for the second class, which will be the third quarter. But um, we typically do it every quarter, once a quarter. Okay, and where is it held, and how much is it? 
It's held in Houston, Texas. It's um, near the Houston Galleria, so it's at the Hotel Indigo. Um, the Hotel Indigo uh, in Houston, Texas, and uh, the class is it's one one ninety seven, and that's your basic. Um, and they get you a they get you your ticket, your workbook, and lunch, and then that we have a ticket for two forty nine. And the 249 is your your seat, lunch, your workbook, your workbook, and 30 and 30 minute. I mean, not 30 minutes. 30 day, um, 30 day mentorship. 30 day, 30 day mentorship. So we will mentor you for 30 days after the class to help you make sure you get your authority, make sure you get your BOC3 UCR to make sh- um, uh, make sure you get um, your insurance, make sure you find a good truck, um, any information you still need or don't understand, help you to get signed up with your drug and alcohol consortium. So we really help you set the foundation of your business um, within that 30 days. And if you aren't ready start your business within that 30 days, you still have that 30-day mentorship where if you have any questions, you need any resources, you need help with research, mm. or you're just not That's sure, good. we still help you um, make those you know, decisions or provide you with the resources you need to make a decision on if you want to move forward or if you want to say, I'll give a hand in non-CDL transportation right now. You know, sure. How can this happen to me? And we share all of our resources with you because we're a firm believer in what's for us is for us and what's for you is for you, you know. So I want to, I want to uh, piggyback on that. I appreciate what you're saying, and I, I really believe in the principle that you're talking about because oftentimes in business it gets overrun by the spirit of greed. And I think it's important for people to understand that if you've got your your hands held tight, then you can't let anything get in or get out. So if you're hoarding mm-hmm. the information, then you're not going to be open to receiving what God has for you. And so I think that that is a very valuable lesson that a lot of people don't get. And so there's no way that anybody can get all the money, service, all the clients. It's it's just not possible. So there is a blessing in sowing because you will certainly reap more than you sow later than you sow. So I'm I'm just really encouraged, but that is a valuable lesson and is one of the true gems that uh, you have to tell us about, but it's a wonderful principle. And I'm just amazed that you're offering a full day and mentoring for only $197. Did I hear you correctly? Mm-hmm. Yep, one okay. so, for $197. And so with the mentoring, that is $249. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, it's, it's so for an extra. Very affordable. Yeah. Okay, so for an extra mm-hmm. $52, then mm-hmm. they can get mentoring. And that's amazing because you don't you don't get a full day and people sharing their their hits their misses their resources not for 197 or or 249 mm-hmm. and so oh no i think that that that's, that's a um, no go ahead go ahead i'm sorry i was just going to say is, i just think a that's deal. a phenomenal price yeah, it's a steal. Exactly, and I've had, people, I've had people tell me, oh, you should go up higher for your price. And I say, you know, I should, and I'm going to consider that. However, when you're starting a business, uh, when you're starting a business, sometimes you don't have a lot of resources and a lot of exactly. revenue and money to put for classes because we wasted a lot of money for different classes and different trainings. And it was something that I could have learned on YouTube or, you know, uh, sure. or Google, you know. So um, it it takes nothing out of our life to give a Saturday yeah, to your some pocket. people yeah. that are, I mean, you know, that are going to be able to change their lives and change their families' lives and their sure. lives. 
Um, yeah. So why legacy. not give that? And um, I remember one day someone told me, you know, um, yeah, everybody doesn't have to charge a thousand dollars for a class. Um, you can, you know, how am I going to reach, or how are the people that only have two and three hundred dollars? How are they going to be weak if everybody's charging? Five hundred to a thousand dollars, and that's not to take away. Exactly. That's not to take away because that's what their work is, and sure. that's what they're valued at, and that is what works for them. However, I know my reward comes from God, so I don't have to go and try to take so much, you know, because Absolutely. I know that somebody has to reach the people who really want to do this but don't mm-hmm. have much, and I'm not breaking them mm-hmm. because they can still move forward. And they can still invest in other ways in themselves. Because in the trucking industry, you're gonna you're gonna put that money somewhere. <laughs> you know, it's gonna go yeah. somewhere. You know, um. So, so tell us, uh, why tell not? us how we can sign up. I'm sorry, I I just don't want to miss okay. that. Tell us how we can sign up for the class. Okay, so um, you can sign up. Um, you can go to our um website. And you can sign up there on our website. You can also uh, go to our Facebook page, and we have a link right there. Um, and you can sign up directly on there. If you visit our Instagram page, which is, which is um, I believe, at the 24-Hour Entrepreneur, the link in the bio takes you directly to um, to be able to purchase for the class. Okay. And if you have okay. if you and, have any issues, and if you have any issues, you can always send me an email, and I'll I'm send it back. But it's twenty four hour entrepreneur dot com. Okay. Wow. Okay, so they can either reach you on Instagram, the Facebook page, and your website. Yes. Okay. And so the next class is February twenty second. In Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. February twenty yes, in okay. Houston, Texas, nine nine to three nine AM to three PM. And you have an okay. hour for lunch. Okay. Uh, it's at Hotel wow. um Hotel Indigo Hotel and Indigo. Uh, that's in the Galaxy uh-huh. area. And the address for Hotel Indigo is fifty one sixty Hidalgo Street. Um you can also mm-hmm. pay at the door. Um, if you want to pay at the door, you can pay at the door also. Um, and it's 5160 Hidalgo Street, Houston, Texas, 77056. And that's going to be February 22nd at 9 a.m. Okay. Wow. It seems like there's a whole lot going on in Texas. Houston, Dallas. Yeah. You Houston find that that's a, a mecca out there for trucking? Yeah. It, it's a lot of trucking going on here. It's a lot of trucking going on here. And we have the Port uh, port of Houston here also, so it's it's truck, okay. trucks galore. <laughs> okay. And is that why you moved there? No. I'm orig- no, ma'am. I'm originally from Houston, Texas, so I grew up here. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. And I moved to Wisconsin. My grandparents have been in Wisconsin from the early 90s, and that's where they set up um, their business and started doing social services and transportation. Okay. So your trucking company, uh, tell us a little bit about that, and if that's in Wisconsin, how many trucks you got, what do you what type of equipment do you have? So it's based in uh, Milwaukee. It's based in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So we right now have uh, three trucks. We have three trucks right now, and we run one truck locally um, in Wisconsin. Well, I'll say regionally because we go Wisconsin, Michigan, um, Illinois, uh, that whole region, that area, the Midwest. So we run one truck there, and then we run two trucks um, here in Houston, Texas. We have three, uh, three. Well, we have two freight liners and one Sterling, and um, mm-hmm. two 53-foot um, dry vans, and then we do a power only. Okay. This is a Sterling. What you use for local? Yes. 
Uh-huh. I figured. <laughs> yes. We had those in school, and it I, seems I, like I, I see a lot I, of those for local. I do not like that sterling, but my husband loves mm. it. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. a love or hate yeah. with the sterling. We hated the sterling right. in school. But I see a lot of them with with local. Uh, Let me just say again, for those of you who are listening, if you have questions, you can call in. Our number is 914-205-5328. Once again, that's 914-205-5328. If you have questions for Ms. Sheena Johnson, the 24-hour entrepreneur, please call in. I want to also let you know that she's going to be at the She Trucking Conference October 8th through 10th Mm -hmm. in Chattanooga, Tennessee. That's the first She Trucking Conference. It's going to be all that. Shout out to our founder, CEO, Ms. Sheree Moore. I call her Lady Sheree. She is a wonderful visionary, and she knows how to get things done. So that's going to be a phenomenal event. I'm going to be there. We're going to have a lot of people there. And for those of you who don't know, she is an acronym. It stands for Sisterhood Helping Empowerment in Trucking. And so it is an organization, a group of ladies in transportation. Most of us are in trucking. We do have some men who support us as well. But it is something for ladies in transportation to just be able to empower, support, inspire one another. Go to that Facebook group, She Trucking. It has a wealth of resources. You can go under events and and just videos. It teaches you all kinds of things. For those of you who have not explored it, it is a wonderful resource. And it helped me when I was looking to get into trucking, and I got a chance to talk to Sheree, and she really helped me, and that made all the difference for me, especially for me being a black woman, to talk to another black woman who was a driver. That was a perspective I really needed to hear. So definitely take a look at that, She Trucking, on Facebook. I'm so excited about the first annual conference. I'm going to have my face all up in the place, like Prince used to say. (laughs) So Sheena's going to be there as well. So I just wanted to (laughs) let you guys know that. And so, Sheena, tell us a little bit about – with your trucking company, how do you get your freight? Are you on the load board? Do you have relationships with direct shippers? Just give us a little bit about how that works out for you. So when we first started, it was really kind of hard because I had never I had never talked to anyone. And, you know, sometimes making those phone calls to direct shippers can be a little bit intimidating. So we started out working through um, J.B. Hunt, and then the see, we worked through TQL, which, which was another story, and we started with Coyote. So we started with those three companies um, to really get our foot in the door to get some freight. And as that grew um, and as I got more comfortable with calling shippers, we just, we started to um, build relationships, and I would send, like, an email um an email out to my email list of shippers, you know, and asking them to just give us a chance with some of their freight, with maybe some of their freight that they don't get to move all the time or that they have a tr- trouble moving. Um, and so we got a company that called, and, I mean, they had the most heaviest freight. But um, we stuck in there, and we started to work with them. And uh, that was our first company Wonderful. that we worked with um, mm-hmm. directly, and I loved it. So we still go through the low board sometimes when we have some down times with our trucks. But the the most important thing is is when we do a load that we like off the low board or with a direct shipper or with a company, we ask we immediately ask the company, we ask the company if they um if that's dedicated. What do they have dedicated? We'd like to become a dedicated carrier for a particular lane or for whatever they have that they're trying to move, especially if it works for us. And so um, in doing that, I just started uh, I started doing that, and we started to keep our trucks on the road. And the first company that gave us a chance with a dedicated lane was Amazon. 
when we were in Wisconsin, Amazon put a big mm-hmm. facility there, and they were looking for flex drivers. They were looking for drivers to drive in their cars and in their vans. And we had, you know, 15 minivans, maybe 12 at the time, that was sitting up on the weekends. So we tried our best to get on with Amazon with our vans to do to do Amazon Flex, which is transporting, you know, packages in our car, in our vans. So I remembered that, and I was able to call and get on and put on one of our trucks. And it wasn't with Amazon Flex, but I asked questions. So you have to remember in this industry, you've got to ask questions because no one's going to give you the answer. You can call and they can say, oh, we don't have, we don't have that today, or that's the wrong department, you know, and you mm-hmm. can just give up and say, okay, but I'm not the type of woman that's just going to give up and say, okay, uh, before they hang up, my next answer is, who do, who can I speak with that's in that department, or can you direct me to the right person, or can you give me the number to such and such or the email and I started to just ask questions, and then it grew to a list of over 20 to 30 um, direct clients and brokers within wow. these companies who were working and who the brokers that were working. And that's why I didn't charge off J.P. Hunt or TQL or Coyote or, uh, I mean, whoever. We I didn't charge them off immediately because they were a big company and maybe they didn't want to pay me what I wanted. But some of the brokers, when they – moved on and decided to start their own brokerage, they remembered me. They called back, hey, we started our own brokerage. Let me get you over one of our carrier packets because I I still have such and such lane or I still have such and such contract. Let me get you in. And so, um, and then I started to share information. Brokers would ask, do you know anybody else? And I'd say, yeah, well, well, I'll send you some money or I'll send you a check if I get on with so-and-so and I'll make sure you're the carrier on this, you know, lane or with this company when I get on with that company. Don't be afraid to work with new brokers or to work with broker agents that are stepping out, you know. I shared my resources. I was not stingy with them. I said, hey, you know what, I'll give you the resource because you never know. Even if you give the information, they may not even go with that company. Or they may not ever use the contact, but mm-hmm. uh, I would give out some contacts to some brokers and, hey, don't forget me, remember me, remember us, you know. Um, and then we went the extra mile for some companies, you know, that we may have gotten a load through J.B. Hunt. And around Christmas time, I'd send them a Christmas card. I may not have worked with them for months, but I sent that Christmas card and then they came calling, you know. Um, we may not have been able to do wow. the work, but it just keeps, you know, our business relevant. It keeps our name popping up, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, showing appreciation to maybe old contacts, new contacts, that's how we've been able to stay in the game in trucking and to continue to have our trucks running just because we were appreciative and we showed our appreciation to all the people that we've worked with through various companies. And then I also wasn't afraid to ask for freight. And I wasn't afraid to go to certain companies and be hard or leave a pen with our company name on it, you know, or or different things. So I had to hustle to get some good contacts. But, you know, you can't be afraid in this industry because if somebody has a good company, you can rest assured they're not going to share it. So I had to get out there and do some of the footwork to meet direct shippers, but we we're, we don't um, discriminate, you know, with the freight. If we find a good load with a company or a good load off of the load board, we go with that. And then we also have some dedicated lanes that we stay on, especially around peak time. You know, we stay loaded during peak time, um, holiday seasons, and especially during the summertime when we have those um, we have those those lanes that are dedicated. Um, and, you know, we um, also work hand in hand with Amazon. Um, but, wow. you know, they, they, they're they a really good company to start off with if you want some dedicated lanes just to get your feet wet. Um, they may not pay top dollar, but 
um, is going to get in um, to build that relationship because in this industry you've got to you've got to build that relationships. Relationship. Now, what mm-hmm. company was that you said to start off with? Amazon. Mm-hmm. Amazon. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. glad you said that because Amazon is not looked upon favorably in the industry because mm-hmm. they seems like they want to oh, run yeah. you ragged. They they'll have a partial load oh, and want yeah. to take up the whole trailer and not pay much. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, I appreciate you mm-hmm. saying that. And I remember I must have picked up a half a load of some chairs, furniture chairs in Georgia to take them to Orlando. And, you know, they took up the whole trailer. But it was, you know, half yeah. full. But I think it's important that you said that it essentially what you're saying is you got to crawl before you walk. You know, uh, beggars mm-hmm. can't be choosy because you want to do something. And even though it may not be the cream of the crop, you're moving, you're getting some money, and maybe you build up as you continue to build relationships. Then you can have some better paying, paying freight. So that's good advice you said a lot without specifically saying but well, this is exactly what you need to do so I appreciate that oh, and you have oh, dropped yeah, exactly. a lot of gems <laughs> yeah and I, I want to say exactly we've got mm-hmm. go ahead I'm sorry I, uh, I'm sorry go ahead that's okay I just want to say we've got oh. about five more minutes in the show we can go a little bit over because you have so much. We could probably do shows just on, certain, <laughs> you know, know, the non-medical know. transport, and we just might because that's a whole yeah. thing that, you know, I, you know, you've piqued my interest as well because I definitely mm-hmm. want to have multiple streams of income. And when I think of family members and other people who have a heart for children and just human services. That's an avenue because you got people who do a non-medical transporting people to school and they not even get no gas money. They just mm-hmm. doing that just because. So you got people who are That's already because. doing it anyway. Yeah, just because. Mm-hmm. I when I was a social worker, I did that. I would, you know, we'd pick kids up in the van and take them to school, and you know, so why not? You happen to get paid for that. So there's so much that you're exactly. doing, and it's extremely impressive. And it looks like, though, that it hasn't always been easy. God has never left you, and he has shown his faithfulness to you. And you are, in mm-hmm. turn, paying it forward and showing other people how they, too, can possibly live life abundantly and be blessed by God as well. We've got another caller here. And, and so I am going to connect this caller. So hold mm-hmm. one moment here. Once again, the call-in number is 914-205-5328. This is the Women Empowerment Podcast with She Trucking on the line with the 24 Entrepreneur. And I am Lady K. So one moment. Let me connect the caller. Hello, are you there, Caller. I am. This is Sheree. I've been mm-hmm. listening to the show, and oh. I just want to say thank you for coming on. Um, I'm definitely oh. going to be purchasing your book, okay, because <laughs> I am a, a Christian entrepreneur, so I want to really, really stress Absolutely. for all anyone who is getting into the business with their 2020 vision to definitely mm-hmm. purchase your book. I've been seeing a lot of great reviews on it as well and have mm-hmm. how you have helped so many people in this industry. So I just want thank to commend you. you for that. I want thank to say you. thank you for coming on and dropping all these gems. And Lady K, <laughs> she just did a great job hosting this show. So, uh, yes. Thank you. And like I say, y'all, make and, sure y'all mm-hmm. come to the She Trucking Conference so you can network, meet yes. in person. I'm a, we're going to, we're going to have a breakfast, right? We're going to do, we're going to talk about uh, a lot of things that um you know that we can do at the conference so mhm oh yeah i'm excited yeah. i'm excited about the sea trucking conference oh yeah me too me too and you never know i might show up in houston dog on it <laughs> really yes. because i yeah because i mean that's that that is definitely a steal and yeah i'm transitioning into 
uh, I'm still a driver, but, you know, I'd love to, to transition to some other things. I'm looking at dispatching, I need to also get a truck. And you said three trucks. Actually, I'm thinking about uh, building up to at least three trucks because I like the, the number three for the Trinity, for the Father, Son, and the Holy yeah. Spirit. So the number three is quite dear to me. And uh, so, yeah, I may end up there, but uh, we're about to wrap up once again. This is Sheena Johnson being interviewed, the 24-hour entrepreneur. Please tell us again how we can contact you. My email address is s.johnson at 24hourentrepreneur.com. You can catch me on all social media handles. Uh, my Instagram okay. is the 24 hour, it's T-H-E-2-4, H-R, entrepreneur, and that's a 24-H-R, entrepreneur, um, on, on well, Instagram, Facebook, it's 24-H-R, space, entrepreneur, and uh, Twitter, it's biz magnate, so B-I-Z, uh, M-A-G-N-A-T-E. Okay. And we will have those links in this podcast as well. This podcast will be available for replay. And so uh, definitely follow this uh, She Trucking podcast. There are many episodes there as well. Take a look at those. There are some video ones there, but we we have some some really relevant and powerful people on here. I wanted to just kind of recap some notes that I took and to, to encapsulate some things that you said. And I wanted to say that a powerful thing that you said is you got to speak up. A closed mouth doesn't get fed. Your grandmother said, would you say it was your grandmother that said it? You yes. have not because you yes. asked not? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's biblical. And it is true, and a lot of times we're afraid to ask the question, but I have picked up somewhere along the way that if you don't ask the question, the answer is always no. So do it afraid. Like it says, work out your Mm -hmm. salvation with fear and trembling. That means a whole lot of things. But you ask the question, you were afraid, you asked more money from the school, and you got more Mm -hmm. money. So what would have happened if you hadn't asked? You'd have still been doing all this work without Mm -hmm. all the resources that you need. So that's a lesson for me and many people who are listening, and and it's really powerful. You also said that you don't have a college degree. So Mm -hmm. you have the favor of God, which surpasses any degree. So when you have the favor of God, that was actually the message in church today, you don't have to have any particular pedigree. It don't matter what your bloodline is, Mm -hmm. your family, your failures. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. are able to do what he called you to do. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you because you are saved by grace through faith. faith. Um, Another Mm -hmm. lesson, yeah, another lesson is to learn from your mistakes. Um, mm-hmm. To document things correctly, do business the right yes. way. Way, because yes. cutting corners it really turns out to be the long way around. The long the way, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. You said seek godly yes. counsel. You said walk in excellence, build relationships, mm-hmm. and and crawl before you walk. You said a whole yes. lot. So I encourage everyone to get that Christian Entrepreneur book. Uh, give Ms. Sheen a shout-out on you know, Facebook, any of the social media platforms. She is uh, a servant. She's willing to share. And her why is because, you know, it's her heart. Am I right in saying mm-hmm. that? Yes. Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay. 100%. And I, I can tell. And and that that makes a big difference. So as we wrap up, I want you to just give us with some words of encouragement or inspirational words, please. Not like you haven't already, oh. but you know, <laughs> you might have an ended tag. You know, the multicolored yes, curtain um, might come out with something. <laughs> no, yes, like you said earlier, you know. Um, 
whether your um, future or your destiny is trucking, whether it's a form of transportation, um, brokering, dispatching, whether it's not even tied to this industry, um, just know that there is purpose in you. There's a wonderfully, uniquely designed destiny for you, and know that you can get there as long as you make the decision to go for it. All you have to do is take one step, and God will take the next step. Um, don't be afraid to be who you are. Love who you are and embrace who you are. I went a long time being ashamed of that, but I found uh, my place, and that is all that God was looking for, was for me to just take my place, the place that he already had designed and designated for me. So um, let's live pridelessly and let's live um, selflessly. Um and just be encouraged to do whatever it is that is your heart's desire. And make sure it's pleasing unto God. Because when it's pleasing unto God, it's pleasing unto you. And that's where you have the most favor. And that's where you have the most grace. And that is where you grow. And that is when people can grow from you. And another thing, don't be afraid to share your testimony. Uh Say two or three years ago, I would never say that I was. Um, I would never say that I was investigated, but it can help someone, you know. So yeah. never be afraid of your testimony. Always share it because it's not your own. It's for somebody else. It's for somebody else. Absolutely. So um, I love you. Thanks for tuning in. Please check me out on social media platforms on Facebook or email me. I'm always available. Um, Thank you so much to C Trucking and to Miss Lady K. You guys are such a blessing um, to women in the industry and to me. And I'm so very thankful to be a part of this podcast. And we are grateful to have you here. You have been a blessing to us. So for the Women Empowerment Podcast with She Trucking, I'm today's host, Lady K. And yet, God High Bell here with the 24 hour entrepreneur, Machina Johnson. And we're signing off. Continue to take God with you wherever you go. Bye now. Till next time. Bye bye. DJ Tony She gon' take care of her bitch, she truckin', she truckin', she a woman with a rig, she truckin', she truckin', she gon' take care of her kids, she truckin', yeah, she a boss, she do it, bitch, she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she a boss, she do it, bitch, she truckin', she truckin', she a woman with a rig, she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', ah. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.